Welcome to Anime Out of Context, a comedy review show hosted by a basement dweller who grew up scrounging terrible fan subs on sketchy websites prior to the convenience of modern streaming, alongside a willfully ignorant soul whose only knowledge of anime comes from the shows forced upon him here. This show will contain spoilers, incorrect information, and copious amounts of adult language. Our hosts are not experts on any topic, and everything they say should be taken with a grain of salt. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And my co-host makes me scream at the top of my lungs, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, goddamn yes, fuck yeah. Jesus Christ. I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. Oh boy, just dropping logs onto that fanfiction fire, aren't you? <laughs> if there's one thing I'm good at, it's dropping logs. <laughs> And you've ruined it. You've ruined it. You started off the podcast with a bit of a horny energy that I'm sure people would have enjoyed. I, uh, this that... can still be horny for a lot mm. of people. Dropping logs is horny. Not not in this podcast, I'm pretty certain. It's not It's not my cuppa. I'm not going to yuck any yums, but it's definitely not going to... Just because it's not horny for you doesn't mean it can't be horny for others, all right? Is it horny for you, Rem? Not, not particularly, but it, not everything needs to be, all right? Okay, whatever you say, boss. But fan fiction aside, Remy, today, last week, I gave you something pretty bad. I gave you something pretty awful, all things considered. Yeah, yeah, I agreed. <laughs> yeah, no, like, it had to be done, though, Rem. I, I all right. On that, I might disagree. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, I knew it existed, and I wanted to point out how bad and wrong and awful it was. <laughs> sure, and you're the sure. best. You're the best tool to do that with. Because people will listen to you way more than they'll listen to me. Let's be Always honest. happy to be a tool. Hey, that's why we work well together. <laughs> Just a couple of tools stuck in this box. And today, Remington, I figured I'd give you something nice, simple, and pretty sweet. Something that we nearly covered earlier this year, actually. Okay. One of your aforementioned choices. Ah, all right. <laughs> and it's not one of your fake choices that I doctored, Rem. Do you remember back when we covered the the awkward show about the dangers in his heart, a little edgy boy? thinking about killing his friends, but is actually interacting with a cute girl and trying to figure out how he feels about it, and they pretend it's cats. You remember that? <laughs> I vaguely remember it, though not nearly to that degree of specificity. I feel like I remember the concept, but I'm struggling to remember the show. Yeah, basically in that episode, I gave you a choice between three romance anime that were loosely represented by Oh, ourselves. no, okay, I remember. I, If I recall, I, I didn't vibe with it as much as I wanted, but I lost my shit when they were cats. You, That is correct, yes. You, I... said it was very, you said it was very enjoyable overall, but it wasn't the greatest thing you'd ever seen, but that one specific scene was the fucking funniest thing in the world. The, the, the cat moment broke myself. Yeah, and you based that choice off of Dylan, essentially, because that's, oh, okay. that's, yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. the hint I gave you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I asked you what your what was most important to you or something along those lines. I figured it'd be nice to just go back and revisit one of them. I'm not going to give you a choice this time because, eh, fuck it. Why not? Uh, <laughs> yeah, fuck autonomy. That's what we learned last episode. <laughs> do you want a choice? Do you want me to pull up the other one we had? Or do you just want to trust my judgment and assume I'm, that I'm I... sorry, Sean. What about fuck autonomy did I not make clear? <laughs> okay, fine. I'll bring up the other one. Give me a second. Just got to find it real quick. Alrighty. Okay, got the other one pulled up. All right, Rem. Uh, I can't remember exactly what hints I gave you. But... That's fine. I'll just choose uh, the one you were planning on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. 
see how this is going. Okay. All right. Now I'm starting to question whether or not I should show this to you at all. Maybe I should fully pivot. Fully pivot just to defy you. I should have seen this coming. I should have seen this coming. And, and if it's all according to your plan, it's fine. <laughs> okay, fine. Okay, Rem, the one that we're going to talk about today is one that should be very near and dear to your heart because it has two things that very corely define you as a person, Rem. Okay. Uh, that's a love of space and the fact that you're a horrible insomniac. Both, both very accurate. Both very, yep. very true. Yep, and that's what this anime is about. The title of it is Kimiwa uh, Hokago Insomnia otherwise titled as X After School. Oh, okay. And, or Kimi Somo for short. Somu. Kimi Somu. Insomnia, Kimi. It makes sense. It's fine. Don't worry about it. This, this is a lovely little romance anime about our two main characters, Isaki Magari and Gansa Nakami. And they, they are horrible insomniacs. They just have a hard time sleeping in general, so much so that it's affecting them in school and they're passing out in class. Until one day, the main fella, Ganta, or Nakami, whatever you prefer, wanders up to the school's essentially shut-down astronomy tower. Because, yes, the school has an astronomy tower. Because why not? <laughs> Perfect. It's mostly being used for storage since the astronomy club doesn't really exist currently. And goes in there to hopefully try and, because he thinks nobody will be there, goes there to maybe try and get some rest. But lo and behold, Isaki is there, taking a nap, and they meet, they interact, and they find pretty quickly that they get the best sleep of their life when they're sleeping close to each other. Hell and yeah. And thus starts their little their little slice of life romance story of them connecting in this astronomy room and eventually revitalizing the astronomy club and growing together closer together as people. And it's just a nice, sweet little romance. Is it gonna break the bank and change your life forever, Remington? Probably not. But <laughs> is, it, is it miles better than what we watched last week? I'd say so. It sounds wildly relatable, and let's hope that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah and let's be honest what a what a cute concept i i adore this concept. It, it is it is a very cute concept it sounds it sounds adorable i'm always worried about getting my hopes too high because lord knows so many times i end up in a position where i'm like "Ooh, that seems pleasant and then i come back in the second half with fucking cigarette in my hand and crushed dreams in my heart and i'm like god damn you don't need to get super high there, Rem. It, it's, <laughs> it's pretty straightforward on the tin. There's no tricks. There's no secrets here. The one thing that will make it better for you, there is a cat that just hangs out in the astronomy tower sometimes as well. In fact, here's the cover, and you can see a little bit of the cat there. I do like the cat. I'm sold. All right, I'm in. All right, so let's get to it. Nice, quick, short, and easy. Let's go watch some Insomniacs after school. And we are back after watching three whole episodes of the 2023 summer anime, Insomniacs After School. I said summer, I meant spring. <laughs> I meant spring. It's <laughs> This motherfucker. Look, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I was thinking about summer because I was looking at the summer page minutes ago. You are completely, you are completely degrading all of, of the Other, early integrity. Yeah, my scholarly that... integrity on this anime podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I got loads of it. But the point still stands. After watching three episodes of this summer, spring. Fuck, I did it again. Shit. This <laughs> motherfucker. I don't think, I don't think this jabroni knows how seasons work. Look, man, I, I, I literally looked at the word spring. I was like, ah, 
summer. <laughs> <laughs> That's how my brain works. I... Well, think of it this way, Sean. If they were in the southern hemisphere, then you would still be wrong. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> you really don't want to make the guy feel special. Ah, <laughs> uh, spring. It's a spring anime. We watched three episodes of it. And Remington, did this resonate with you as a frequent insomniac, or is this just another uh, little random romance that leaves you wanting for more? I, I mean, it, it starts out with our, our main character, Nakami. Nakami? Yeah, Nakami. 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 He's uh, tossing and turning late at night. He wakes up, does a handful of activities. There's a little internal monologue where he talks just about the struggles that come along with that both mental and physical and how it's you know it's a little bit fucked and boy oh boy was i delightfully called out in that yeah i had a feeling uh, <laughs> i was like oh fuck it's me it, so it, it accurately depicts the feelings of insomnia I, I remember the first time I learned that insomnia is comorbid with so many mental health issues oh yeah and i was like Checks out, bro. <laughs> I mean, it's the same thing with sleeping too much, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's hey, if you're poorly regulating that shit, your body and brain are gonna know. And you're gonna suffer uh, for it. We we cut away from this monologue to uh, a story about the observatory closed due to a suicide, which is, I'll be honest, a tonal shift. Yes. <laughs> it is <laughs> a bit abrupt. And and then it goes into, like, people mysteriously dying, and it turns out it's, like, a spooky ghost story or whatever. Correct. Which, it's totally fine to transition into a spooky ghost story. I feel like they could have done a slightly better job at immediately framing it as spooky ghost story. So that way, you aren't like, yeah, insomnia is a bit tough. Oh, Jesus Christ. Not as right? tough as suicide, though. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like if they made it clear immediately that we were listening to a spooky story then I would have less whiplash. Correct. But nonetheless, they, they tell that story and people avoid the observatory because of the, the spooky spooky ghosts and whatnot. They're prepping for, like, festival nonsense and Nakami is trying to sleep at school, but they, they're, they're prepping for the festival and they're like, hey, Nakami, go get some more boxes. And after some reluctance, he's like, okay, I will, because it's near the spooky observatory. So he goes, as he's going, he has this monologue that I'm, I'm a level with you sean okay i went from being like yeah i vibe with this character in insomnia bro it fucking sucks to he starts ranting not just about how much it sucks but he's like why am i the only one with this problem <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about you dumbass like the all of the characters as he was leaving were like nakami he, he he's a bit of a nass at it ain't he he's he's really full of himself and really self-centered yeah. And then he just goes proving it by being like, I have a unique kind of pain that no one can ever understand. Ah, I Shut feel like you should start up. looking a little internally then, Remington. <laughs> Since you have something in common with him already. <laughs> hey, I, I, I have a lot of pain, but the, the fact that I have stuff in common and know that I have stuff in common goes to show that I am distinctly don't have this element in common. All right? He... He just feels the need to be such a special little boy. Oh, what a special little edgelord you are. And I'll be honest, that turned me off of his character. Here's the thing. Other than the first half of episode one, this isn't his character. For some reason, maybe they'll revisit it. But for two and a half episodes, guy who is completely self-absorbed 
and woe is me nonsense, that's not his primary motivating factor. So why is that what they used to define and set the tone for right off the bat? I don't understand. I don't quite understand it either, honestly. The only thing that I could possibly think of was they're trying to emphasize uh, the fact that, hey, you don't sleep well, your brain don't work so well, and you start thinking like a complete prick sometimes. Uh, I know well, that's... maybe, but they do not, they, they talk about a lot of symptoms and they don't address that one. Yeah. All right. Like they kind of mention, oh, he gets a little bit grumpy, but this is separate from grumpy. This isn't being grumpy, right? This being a narcissistic asset. I, I just you... don't, I don't understand. Once again, it, it turns out not to be his character. So it's much more redeemable, but because it set the tone in such a misleading way, it's just kind of a weird juxtaposition for the rest of the series. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't until a bit through episode two where I was like, okay, wait, is he just, is he fine, actually? And that's because it started it wrong. Yeah. It's not great. We also, he, he goes there and he, he gets the observatory. He decides he's going to sleep a little bit there. Oh, but there's a girl there also sleeping crazy. She wakes up, they both freak out, but because he closed the door and the doorknob is broken or whatever, they're locked in. Classic. And, oh, yeah. Yep. And which is like a wild safety hazard. I know they aren't actively using the observatory, but this could have happened yeah. at, at any time. That's irresponsible of the school. Yeah, they no, are asking hey, for a lawsuit. In the context of the show, quirky little meet cute romance trope. In the context of real life, my God, the school should be shut down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and speaking of not great first impressions, I don't think we get a first impression of the girl, Saki, either. She she also is is a little bit more rude, a bit more stern. She is absolutely terrified of, of what will happen if people know she has insomnia. Guys, guys, it's fine. <laughs> people will tell you to sleep more and you'll be like, doesn't work like that, and you'll have those conversations sometimes. <clears throat> but she's straight up, no, we can't ask anybody for help getting out of here. We need to die here so that nobody knows I have insomnia. And it's, what? It's not that. Maybe you can be a little bit embarrassed by it, but it's one of her main motivating factors is to keep it hidden. And I'm like, even if you don't want it to be a big deal, you're making it a much bigger deal than it would be if people know. What the? What are you doing? I don't. Teenagers are dumb. That's just the usual answer I go for. At, at this stage, genuinely, I was like, oh, fuck. The show's going to be bad. <laughs> Because thus far, I'm a level with you. The The first episode, it's a bit of a roller coaster. Starts out okay, then it dips harshly. It dips harshly when it really needs to shine. Because it's here, the characters, each of them individually and meeting each other. That needs, if, if you're having a cute little romance slice of life, right? That needs to be priority number one. <laughs> you really need to nail introducing your two main characters. And them meeting each other. And I, unfortunately, I don't think the show does that. But they make up for it. They do make up for it. The rest is, is pretty solid, pretty favorable. But genuinely, for most of episode one, I was like, really sucks that I am not going to like this. Because it seemed like it was so much down my alley. How unfortunate. Mm -hmm. I was terrified, John. Yeah. It, it, it makes a comeback. It makes a comeback. But man, they, they need to do another another look through and and revision of episode one continuing on but they wake up they get uh they get nakami's friend to help them out because he already knows that 
Nakami's friend knows that Nakami has insomnia, that deep, dark secret. It's fine, I guess. I don't know. It really doesn't matter. (laughs) I really hope they never try to emphasize that too much again. They don't. Okay. It's really stupid. Real weird that they lead very strongly into that right from the get-go. Yeah, no. The closest it gets is down the line discussions of what is causing their insomnia, you know? Because, yeah, I mean, it's a story, so there has to be extra outlying. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that discussion either, yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest. But but nonetheless, we, we learned that Saki, she spread the rumors about the ghost stuff so that she could sleep there. They, they end up hanging out a few more times at the observatory, sleeping. They move stuff out of the way, put stuff into it, and, and then they decide that they are going to start the, the Nightly Fun Society, which is just like them hanging out at night. They meet up, take some photos, just, ha- just have a good time at night, because neither of them are sleeping, may as well do something with the night, right? And it was like in this scene where they're hanging out, where she is insanely playful, enthusiastic, exaggerated, bubbly. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> because that's not how we first saw her. So I was like, hey, oh, okay. This character, a lot more interesting, a lot better. And as it turns out, this is her character. Yeah. This isn't what we saw. <laughs> <laughs> she also makes a brief reference to being a frail child that was hospitalized once. And and I I mean I got I, that that that's just that's asking for a prediction from me, isn't it? A little bit. You 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 think you're gonna hang Chekhov's gun on the mantle and that I'm not gonna notice that it's loaded? Chekhov's hospitalization, as it were. <laughs> yeah. All right. First, I th- I think a lot of people they'll be too focused on the cuteness to even notice. That's totally fine. I think that is their goal. Their goal is to have you not emphasize this because she she adds a lot of other details uh, of her life beyond that in this same scene. For those who do notice, I think they're going to make a prediction, and that's not going to be my prediction. They're going to make the prediction that she's going to die, all right? And that's the base level stuff, all right? I think they're going to make that into a plot point. Whether or not they should is another matter. I'm not even going to touch that. Who the fuck knows? But I, I think they're going to be like, oh shit, is she going to die? Look at all these clues we've been laying da- out for you. Maybe maybe they'll pull, I can't remember what anime did this, but instead of dying right off the bat, it'll be like a hospitalization thing or whatever. There'll be some like worrying crisis or, or just like alarming nonsense. And, and she'll end up surviving and and it'll all it, it will be a happier ending or like a still a bittersweet ending but a better i don't think i don't think that death is in the cards but i think they're gonna play with the idea a lot i i think i think they're gonna try to tug at the heartstrings if it just leads to death a bit lazy a bit lazy if i'm being honest i i would love if Chekhov's gun just didn't fire if it was just never relevant in the entire story I, I don't think that will be the yeah, case. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, that old Chekhov, he keeps leaving loaded guns everywhere, and we don't yeah. all know that's improper st- uh, storage for all your firearms. So. Yeah, or I would like it to fire in a unique way, uh, but right now, it seems like it's going to hit one of the cliches, and I'm just going to choose, I'm going to predict the slightly less cliche, but still cliche option. I mean, uh, so that, the manga's my over, first so I can, I can tell you the answer if you like. <laughs> Oh, oh, all right. I mean, hey, I'm always sure, sure, sure. Yeah, no, I mean, we. it's a pretty short manga, only 125 chapters. It ended earlier this year or something. Can, uh, long story short. All right, continuing on. we we So we just cute stuff with the Nightly Fun Society, all that jazz. The the next day, they decide, Nakami decides that they should avoid each other outside of the observatory for 
dumb reasons. Yep, dumb teenage reasons is what I'll call those. I won't even call it teenage reasons, because this is this is dumb anime reasons. This is dumb media reasons, where it's, oh, we need some bullshit justification. And I guess, story-wise, I only like it because it lets them hang out with their friends a little bit more. By them, I mean mostly just her. We never see him with... We hardly ever see him with his best friend again, but we see her with her friends a fair bit. And that's nice. It shows that they're not in a bubble, but also, like, bro, no one's going to care. It's fine. <laughs> and he's, we can't, we can't let people know. Then they'll ask about the observatory and she's, can't we just be like, hey, we became friends. And he's like, oh, then they'll ask how and we'll be like, we can't tell them about the observatory. And then they'll find out about the observatory and your insomnia. And it's what the fuck? Stop. <laughs> Stop all of these terrible cliches. Every time th this, this show, it is an eight out of 10 show that indulges in far many two out of 10 cliches. And it's the worst. It's worse off for it. Mm -hmm. it. It shows that it knows how, how to be strong in characters and storytelling. It just has significant moments where it's like, and then we, uh, some cliche bullshit happens. I don't know. And it's, what? Why? Why'd you get lazy all of a sudden? It's so unnecessary. No, nonetheless, they, they find some furniture, bring it up there, a cat wanders in, they basically adopt it, they fix the doorknob, but they're caught by a teacher. And the teacher's, oh, no siree, no siree, I gotta report this. But they chat and they like are earnest with the teacher who's still, I still gotta report this. So they talk, and eventually, with the teacher's assist, they become an astronomy club, so they're allowed to use it now. And yay, perfect. And then they look at the moon through a small little telescope, have a cute moment, there we go. The, the telescope moment, it's okay, now Nakami is finally a human, a reasonable, just like, human person. Up until then, he's kind of insufferable. And after this, he's fine. Episode 3 is the strongest, because the, both our protagonists are now good. <laughs> it took a minute for them to find themselves, but now they're good. As well as we get introduced to another fun character, who just starts out solid. They don't need to, to start out shitty for no fucking reason. Right. This is uh, a white-haired girl. What's her name? Fuck, fuck, fuck. Did I write it down? I don't know if I wrote it down. Sean, help. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, it's Yui? That Sh doesn't sound right. Shiromaru? No. Hey, that sounds way more correct. Yeah, no. Yui Shiromaru uh, is her name. All right. Uh, they have not said... Maybe, maybe said Yui once. They've said Shiromaru plenty of times. I mean, yeah, it's her surname. You gotta be polite, Remington. This character. I'm, I'm just going off of what I hear every single fucking time, all right? So Shiromaru... She used to do astronomy stuff when she was at, at the high school. Now she works at, a, like, a rural arcade. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like a really bumping rural arcade. It's very odd, but hey, if it works, it works. Hey, man. Uh, I, those are my favorite arcades to go to. The ones in the yeah, middle of fucking nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Our protagonists go to her and, and ask, like, questions uh, about, uh, especially, like, a lot of how, how to take pictures of shit. And they, they learn. It's all fun. Shiromaru is nerdy, introverted, is, is very embarrassed to be too open, but still has... It's not, they have a very vivid inner life, but they are wildly embarrassed at sharing that vivid inner life. Mm, that's relatable. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're a really solid character. Really captures, I think, the nuance in them. Possibly the most vivid character thus far, even though I've only seen one episode with them. Just real strong. They also have a cat as well. That's fantastic. Love, love Rolo. Yep. Great cat. He's big and one One thing that, that I like about it, they have a little group chat together and their images 
little profile images in the group chat. Nakami is is just some glasses in a white void, which I'll be honest, fitting. It's solid way to describe the man. He got better, but I, I'm not going to pretend like he's the most compelling character. He's he's the weakest of the main crew, obviously. He's much better than where he started. Not astounding by any means. Then we have we have Asaki. Asaki, she is a fish. She she swims and stuff. She swims, so her profile picture is a fish. And then for Shiromaru, hers is a cat. Of course, it's Rolo. Rolo. She 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 she's she has cat. She gets cat picture. Ta-da. It was just a fun little detail. I like it. They they do just some... coming from the guy who doesn't put a profile picture on anything. Hey, I technically have a profile picture sometimes, but it is a modified version of just the default. And look. The only time point, I've ever seen you with a profile picture, Remington, is on your Facebook, where it was it's just the default Facebook thing with a smiley face drawn on it. And that's because a bunch of people were like, Remington, back when I made it in prehistoric times. Yeah, back, people back when were Facebook like, was relevant, yeah. Yeah, people kept bothering me and were like, you need, you need a, a profile picture. I added a little happy face to the default just in fucking MS Paint, and then people were fine with it. People stop. I was getting multiple messages messages a day. As soon as I did that, people were like, "Yeah, that's good enough." <laughs> and I was like, "I, I just want to know it's you." <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Not yeah, some mystery so, uh, ghost man like you are right now on Discord. <laughs> the the group all all hangs out, and then they also have their separate moments. Shiromaru uh, takes some pictures uh, by herself and sends them to the crew, and the crew loves it. Uh, and it's just a, a fun little little moment. It's it's real solid stuff. Uh, so yeah, uh, that that's the the first three episodes. Third episode is the strongest. It basically it grows. First episode is a roller coaster that had me terrified that I was gonna be talking shit for the entirety of this review, and I was like, oh no, cats, insomnia, and stars. Like, that's how all, can that's I? That's all your jam. The yeah, it's like, how not can your I jam. not like It's this? just what you're stuck with. But yeah, it, it, it's me. It's me. Yeah. How can I not like this? And so I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, no, this this show is built for me and I'm not I'm, I'm going to just rag on it for for however long. But then, no, fortunately, towards the end of episode one, most of episode two and all of episode three, it, it saved itself. Thank God. Yeah, I, I would say that if you watch the show, commit to two episodes. That would be my recommendation. If it sounds interesting, just commit to two. I think for some, the first episode will sell it. But I think a lot of people will be in a similar category to me where they'll start and they'll be like, oh, God, and they'll leave. Uh, <laughs> you you underestimate how much we're willing to put up with as anime fans. I, I Okay, far from the majority, but I think there will be a category out there. Right. So commit to watching two to see if you're interested in it, and then if you are, you can continue. One episode does not do this show justice by any means. Yeah. And while... It, I, I think this show has fantastic humanity, really good characterization, fun relationships and bonding, lots of human moments. The animation is solid. The visuals are beautiful. Even stuff like the outfits are, are fun and interesting and unique. It, it, it's a good show. It does get into some like really stupid and lazy cliches much more often than I would like. I uh, mean, more often than you would like is not at all, Remington. Yeah, more often than I think is even justified. This they show is better than that, and there are just some times where it's like, hey, for this thing, fuck it, I guess. And I'm like, why? It's oh, right. perfect. Now that we have, we have purchased an authentic Van Gogh, let's smear just a dollop of shit on it. And I'm like, why? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> why? It's so unnecessary. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, I got a good thing going. Oh, that's such a great metaphor. <laughs> you, you've, <laughs> used, you've used your bit of shit metaphor many times throughout the years, but I think that might be one of your fa- my favorite iterations of it. You <laughs> gotta shake things up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, overall, it, it's fun. Uh, love the cute cats. At one point, uh, a cat is holding like a, a sleeping bag case or something, and they're, I, I, I just think of it as like rabbit kicking it when they're holding it, and then just their back legs are going wild, right? Yeah. I love it. It's so fucking cute. Good shit. I, I think this is a promising anime with a rough start. Yes. Yeah, no, and Rem, you're actually kind of hit the nail on the head with that. The most critical people about it are the people who are upset with the cliches. That's basically it. Other than yeah. that, people seem to enjoy this show for the most part. It's a nice, comfy little romance with some concepts that you don't really see too often and cute cats. What's not to like about it? With that in mind, Rem, do you have any guesses on what the mouse score for it is? All right. Okay. I, I, I think it would have started a little higher. I think hype would have started to die down just a little bit. Still pretty new, but you know, okay. it's not brand new. I'm going to guess over eight. Okay. Or maybe it's like 7.9. Would you like no. to know the studio and see if that helps your opinion? I would be amazed if it did. Oh, it might do because we've heard a few sh- uh, shows from this, from this particular studio. We just haven't really mentioned them. It's a studio called Leiden Films. Or Leiden I don't know if I've ever heard that name. Yeah, because yeah, I've never bothered to mention it. But the, some of the anime we've covered it from it are, if you recall, do you remember Kotaru Lives Alone? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one with the weird big-headed kid and the weird concepts. That one? Yep. Yeah, I do. Okay. I do indeed. That's one. We also did Tokyo Revengers, which was the time-traveling punk kids one that we did with uh, Mitsugi from Anime News. Not Anime News Network, what am I saying? Anime that, Addicts of Anonymous. Yeah, that's the one that, that you guys both liked and I was not a fan of. Correct. And just to throw a little bit of shade in the direction of this studio, they also did this one. You remember this one, Rem? <laughs> I, 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 you've sent me an image and I have no idea what the fuck this is. Does the phrase Romeo and Juliet mean anything to you? Wait, wait. I feel like, I feel like it's so close to unlocking the actual memory. The black cats versus the... No, the black oh, puppies fuck. versus the white oh, cats. Oh, okay, yeah. that piece of shit. <laughs> that piece, that garbage. <laughs> that was dumb as fuck. Oh, All right. there it is. I've, I think, I've awoken the memory. That's what I was going for. <laughs> I think this show, eight point... How many of the weeps care about? <laughs> eight. So, so by saying eight, I'm already putting it you're putting it in like the positive camp for the majority. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm saying that the weebs really like it because I, I once I go higher than an eight, I'm always sometimes I overreach after getting to this point. Yep. After going above the threshold, so maybe I just eight point zero two. Is that your final answer? <laughs> sure, sure. Okay. Well, why not? Like I said. Yeah, hit the nail on the head with the general consensus of this one. A lot of people really enjoyed it and just enjoyed it as a nice, fun, comfy little romance show about space and taking pictures and cats. People liked it. Of the 61,000 people that saw and rated this show, Kimiwa Hokago Insomnia, uh, Insomniacs After School, is sitting nice and pretty at an 8.08. Ah, god damn it! You were so close, Remington. You were so close. You were you were you were on the edge. You were on oh. the precipice. Because yeah, no, the of all the people that uh, reviewed it, it's overwhelmingly in the eights, right? The one eights one day nights. one day I'm gonna get it spot on again and it'll feel so fucking good. Oh man, you look, I'm not saying that it's appropriate to 
you know, have an orgasm on a podcast. <laughs> but look, I know that's you, that's your goal, and I know that's what does it for you. So look, of I'm, course, my goal is is to have an orgasm on the podcast. That's my number one priority. Yeah, you know, and I'm not here to yuck any yums here. We have the explicit tag for a reason, kitties. If you don't want to hear a grown man get very excited about guessing a number correctly, then. <laughs> This God, might not be I the show love numbers. Oh, we know you do. You're a math whore. See how he doesn't oh, deny it? Oh, man. He has a hard time denying it. It's true. I, I am. I, I will defend math ten times out of ten. I oh, love yeah. numbers. I love math. Hey, I like numbers, too. I just wish I was better at them. Uh, <laughs> small number's great. Once it gets complicated, ADHD takes over, and I have a hard time focusing. But with that, I think there's only one final question I need to ask you, Rem. Any chance you'd want to watch a little bit more of Kimi Solmu with me? Sure, sure, I'd be down. Yeah, good way to kill an afternoon, relax a bit, cuddle, look at the stars, that kind of thing. Sean, why don't we have a club? We do. It's called Patreon. No. <laughs> I don't know, but I just... What, what kind of club are you talking about, Rem? I don't know, something that's not anime related. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, because if we were to start a club, it would be probably an anime club, because that's what people come here for. We can't exactly start an online astronomy club, Remington. How would that work? <laughs> go, everybody's, ah, let's see, it's MST, everybody go outside, and poor Australians on the other side of the world will be like, what, why are we out? It's broad daylight. <laughs> it, it just, it just would not cope. <laughs> We'd yeah, be telling yeah. some Aussies to stare into the sun, and while I'm sure that's a fairly common occurrence in the land down under, I don't think it's something we should encourage. <laughs> Oh my goodness. But with that, thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. If you enjoyed Remington being scared for his goddamn life and then slowly relaxing into a state of, con- of you know, just contentment with cats, then please head on over to wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review. They mean the world to us and we do read every single one, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, wherever. But if that is still not enough for you, you can head on over to twitch.tv slash context where myself, Dylan, and Remington occasionally play video games very poorly, presuming that it's not the middle of October, which I think this is going out on the 1st of October, maybe? No, no, it'll be going out on the 7th, 8th? Sorry, I meant to say, like, it's our 1st October episode. Oh, wait, no, this one? No, wait. No, wait, we have a buffer now. Do I? We don't know when this one's going up. I don't know, it's October at some point. It's in October. 100% it's in October. We know that much. Look, we... <laughs> We're not used to being competent, okay? <laughs> We're working on it. <laughs> the, the point is, spooky season has started, so if anything, we, we are exhausted, so uh, Twitch streams will probably happen around November again, at least on my part. Uh, oh, yeah. And, yeah. But if that is still not enough for you, you can head on over to patreon.com slash context, where you gain access to all kinds of lovely bonus material, including having the opportunity to be thanked live on the podcast. So, Rem, who are we thanking this week? And who are we apologizing to this week? <laughs> as always, I would like to send all of our regards to our bland bitch protagonists, as well as magical girls, who we really appreciate. But next, we move on to our yandere waifus, who are keeping us locked inside an observatory with a broken doorknob. And on that list, we have, my name is first now, bitch. Oops, sorry, I was just overly excited. You're not a bitch. Please don't hurt me. Drum Quetzalcoatl friend, man of context, mascot says Miska Miska, earnestly expecting praise and a reward. Zombie Stomp, Xanax, Zayden, Zach Page, your weekly reminder to wash your pits, Sean. Yandere Neko, Zags, why Sean, why Sean? When is the Forest Fairy 5 revisit? Weekly haiku about Papa Sean, a year has passed. For better or for worse, happy birthday, Sean. Hashtag Sawdust Rebellion. Watch Eva and I'll write a poem every day for a month. 
Watashi wa Remington de Jibin no Bunyu go Daisukadesu Yum Yum Mi Desu. Walk me home gently, Utah number one, username Uninch Prax, Truckoon Appreciation Society, Trojan Manly Man, Totally God's Angel, Titan CNH, Thoptronaut King, Ruler of Ornai. This is not a username, I'm literally begging Sean to show Remington some actual good anime for a change, like Yu Yu Hakusho. The villain behind glasses wants Welcome Chi to say revisit, the Susanator. The guy who changes his name name every week says show Sean, show Rem better Ghibli already. But I've drum- shown him so many. It's so fucking many. The drums of liberation will save us from all hentai. The capybara are excited to show off their Neil Armstrong Cyclone Jet Armstrong Cannon. That guy that makes Rem say cunt at least once a week. Thanks for being the best thing to listen to while working out. Y'all's mostly agreeable takes distract me just enough. Turban, Tattooed Weep, Swedish Weep, Super Zoo, Steve Celestino, Stacy's Mom, Snakey Pie, Silent Secondary, Shoujo Addict who doesn't need help, doesn't need help, just more manga to read and anime to watch. She'll gum my balls when we get fairly. She'll call me, I'm such a family guy. Sean and Rem are still a better love story than Twilight. Seth Senju, Segoy Dekai, that's what she said. See you, Space Cowboy, the White Swords guy. Royal Highness of Touch Me Not. Ross Palmer. Rest in peace, Bob Barker, the OG waifu. Everyone let out a doo-doo-doo-doo in remembrance. Rhiannon Williams. Rem uses the drums of liberation to free all weeps from bad anime. Rem loves the big hole. Rem doesn't completely hate my favorite shows. Rikuko Shinju Review Copium. Professor Fox. Pro tips out of context. Special interest groups owning representatives is proof enough that slavery is yet to be beaten. Hey, when you're right, you're right. Paco Musico. Other McNutt. Oh no, I fucked my sister. Oops. Nitsaira. Nice legs. Daisy Dukes makes a man go doo-doo-doo. Nikome. Misaka fell victim to one of the classic blunders. She got involved in a land war in Asia, realizes Misaka far too late. Mikaika 7 Hirto, Mech Zap, faking, making fake mal accounts so I can rate Forest Fairy 5, 10 out of 10. Macaroni Uchiha, love AOT in the pod after six months of focused listening. Lonely Ginger Weeb, Link Joe Girl, lick my ass and call me Daddy Rem. Liam Dunn, Karajia, Cassidy, Just Monica, more like Just Haruhi. Jax, Jam Hands, Jacob Iverson, Iono is best girl. I'm out of puppy versus MILF names. Sean, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Show Rem some spooky titties. <laughs> I Rem am the proud leader of the Sean Fangirl Club, where we talk about Sean's cute pigtails all day and how adorable. Hunter Tain, Hunter Davies. Hey, Sean, let's do Full Metal Alchemist Revisit. Hey, Remington's Brandon, Brandon's grandma misses, misses you. Call her. She yearns for your secret sauce. Hey, Rem, Portuguese word of the week. Acabara minas ideas. Harem of anime protagonists in your haunted house. Glenn Michael Dolan, George Edward Bottom, a.k.a. Bear Trap, a.k.a. Lin-Manuel Miranda Muse, a.k.a. Fratricide of Auto Top, Sean's my little peg champ. Farm Weeb wants Rem to know he can PM me directly for more dog shows you can watch at half speed. Fantide, F-Bomb, Erica McCorkle, Elborn Quenyo, Daniel Riot, Daddy Rem, Daddy Rem, will you kiss my weeaboo and make it better? Now Samantha calling Daddy Sean an accident is rude. Daddy Rem, tell me a bedtime story. Cryptid Milf, Creed 13, Countrified Goth here to remind you that you just lost the game. Cheese Monkey, Cat Girls are best girls, so give them cute little paws. Brockhard for Jew Dudes, no, not that one, the other one, yes, him. Blink, Big Blue Bear Boy, Burt B. Flem, Animatic Context ruined my happy sugar life. And with motion of adoption now complete, we turn to our next motion, Your Honor, the case of one Shuichi Kagaya. Amazing Muffin, Elise Howard, Alabama Weeb with too many peaker stickers on car, every day is a driving risk. AJ Tunnels, Meat Cube is, it's a meat, but cubicle. AJ Honey, Aisha Gudgy, A Daze, Aaron Hegland, and Dot. Now we move on to the Boy Wizard tier, where everybody will get their own method to fight insomnia. What does Daddy Rem say to Mommy Sean? Uh, you get the military method, which involves tensing multiple parts of your body, releasing them with calming breaths. Vincent Calabrese, you get the 478 method. It's mostly all about breathing. 
The Drew is tired. She is eepy. Try to stay awake. That's the one I usually do, and it's not great. Canadian no, I, anime I, stoner. I categorically not recommend that one. <laughs> <laughs> Canadian anime stoner. Turn off your tech. Stop using it, motherfucker. Rowdyo. Don't worry if you don't fall asleep instantly. The worry will make it worse. Roscop. Try autogenic training. Rent a girlfriend revisit now or make Rem watch some more sword art online. Do a body scan. You know, that thing. <laughs> go, go get that body scan. What? I'll be honest. It seems like what it actually is is literally just the military method again. Yeah. Reincarnated as a trucker, you get to take a warm bath or shower. Please consider the Magical Girl musical of Healer Girl. I want to know Rem's opinion. Do progressive muscle relaxation. That's the same method we've covered twice now. It's almost uh, like they just, they, they want to get, they have this one method that they really want people to do. Yeah. But they're like, ah, oh, man, how are we going to get different demographics into this one specific method? <laughs> P.L. Mayor, you get the big hole. Meditate before bed. Not spy. Practice imagery, which is just a different, that's just a different that's kind of meditation. meditation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nightshade Blade. Avoid caffeine up to six hours prior. Monogatari has everything you guys say you want in an anime. This week, characters are straight, lolly, pervert, and rich girl. Create a consistent bedtime routine. Mike got his Overlord review. Keep the thermostat low. Miguel Delgon, if it's a cool room, you sleep better. I guess. Uh, dim the lights with a glow light. Massimo Martelli, do some yoga before bed. Latino <laughs> just heard someone whisper, I want to eat your pancreas. Put some socks on. Kugor, you take a walk. Kafka is my mommy. Use a weighted blanket. Ajahn Rollins have sexy dreams where Kirito and Remington are cheating on their lovers, Asuna and myself. You get the big hole. If ass was not meant to be eaten, then why is it between two buns? You get turn off the clock. Crimson Reapers just because of the scythes. Consider melatonin supplements. Don't use them. Just consider them. Just think about them. Think about what they uh, can do for you. <laughs> dramatic. Try a new sleeping position. Carver 271. Play relaxing sounds. And a band of context podcast it's great very soothing don't worry about it just the, the occasional screeching of the weeb and the anti-weeble lull you to sleep <laughs> cameron Coates, practice sleep hygiene blood cell what? not the bitch white white ones get enough exercise during the day Ta. beethoven 1201 increase sunlight exposure mm. animated z cuddle up with sean <laughs> oh dear oh. god all father's lucky number is 28 which coincidentally is the amount of days left until bonsai as of september 22nd Cuddle up inside of Dylan's ribcage. And I uh, thought they smelled bad on the outside. <laughs> Second to none, never sleep again. It's overrated. Uh, now we move on to the inappropriate Joey Wheeler tier, where this week, Sean, as Joey Wheeler, will describe the vivid dreams that you're going to be having in your, your bountiful slumber tonight. And I will interpret them and tell you what they mean. We start with Hermione Pegs, Harry, and Ron. You, <clears throat> you are gonna walk down a lovely river, and you're gonna find a magical fish. Unfortunately, that's gonna lead. <laughs> that's gonna lead to a, a wet dream. I know it's unfortunate. Its meaning is pretty straightforward. Next, uh, we got. Hey, just quick clarification question that I, because I need to know this right now. Remington, you do know what a wet dream is, right? Yeah, have them every night. <laughs> I, hmm, I feel bad for your girlfriend then. <laughs> kind of makes the whole showering before bed theme seem kind of pointless then. Eh? <laughs> See, that's the thing, I shower in bed. It's amazing you 
you have a very healthy and strong relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we got my dear old mom. You gonna have a nice, lovely dream about kicking shitty politicians in the dick. And so what, what that dream means is that the next time you see a politician, you should kick him in the dick. Ah. Next up, we got Blue Baron 15. You are going to have a nice, lovely dream where you go to a haunted house and the scariest thing in there is the taxes. Weirdly, another wet dream. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's the haunted house or the taxes. That's for you to sort out. You know, uh, look, we... We're not here to yuck any yums, you know? Last but not least, we have abstracted male philosopher type-seeking Christian Swinger. You, you're gonna have a nice, lovely dream where you're flying, you're gonna have a grand old time, but right at the end, you're gonna realize, no, you left the keys at home and gonna have to fly back. And that means that Sean is trying to break into your house this moment. Stay safe! <laughs> Thank you all for tuning in. If you want to reach out, whether it's for a comment, question, feedback, or recommendation, you can tweet us at AnimeConPod on Twitter, or send an email over onto AnimeOutOfContext at gmail.com. I feel like that implies I'm multi-class and a rogue, and I don't know if that suits me. I didn't uh, say you were good at sneaking into there. No, uh, I see. That makes, that makes more sense. Uh, <laughs> but once again, thank you all so much for tuning in. We love and appreciate you very, very much. And as always, uh, don't fuck your sister. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Hey, fuck my ass and call me Daddy Rem, my little peg champ. I'm not saying that it's appropriate to, you know, have an orgasm on a podcast, but... If there's one thing I'm good at, it's, it's to have an orgasm on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>